0: This week we launched the levelling up goals. They set out the clear objectives for the UK's levelling up challenge in the wake of COVID-19. The goals were developed through discussion with the social mobility pledge businesses, universities, civil society, and MPs. And in parliament, the levelling up goals are championed by Robbie Moore MP. He was elected as the Conservative Member for Parliament for Keithley and Ilkley in 2019. Robbie joins me on the podcast this week to discuss the goals and the importance of the levelling up agenda, but also what policy changes he would like to make to further spread opportunity. Robbie Moore MP, you're obviously someone who represents one of those red wall seats um, in the north, Keithley. Um, Levelling up's been a big issue for communities like yours. Tell us, what what does levelling up mean to you?
1: I think leveling up um, is all about rebalancing our economy really and and actually looking at constituencies like mine which is which is diverse in all manner of respects uh, from from income, ethnic diversity urban rural um, and actually looking at those communities and saying, how can we make things better and how can we join Um, community groups education sector health um, and businesses uh, to really look at driving positive change so I I think it does come down to balance rebalancing the economy but also creating opportunities for all um, across across my constituency West Yorkshire and then obviously uh, the country as well.
0: And I guess as you say your community is so diverse that if you can do it in your patch, then actually, frankly, you should be able to do it in most places because to do it for everybody, you know, you'd have to have a broader fix, wouldn't you?
1: Yeah, absolutely right. Um, You know, and I I actually feel really fortunate to represent such a, a diverse community like that, because if you could get policy to work and you know um, and the leveling up agenda to work in you know areas like my constituency there's no reason why that can't be a platform um, to show uh, how things can work on a national scale um, and and, I, and actually as you say um, it, it, the, the challenge is undoubtedly there but it, I actually feel really excited about representing a community like that because um, you know there's no reason why a a micro level of Keighley and Ilkley it can't work at a much national level as well.
0: Totally agree and obviously we've not just got a diverse community like yours it's a diverse um, parliament there's MPs from all Mm. sorts of parties so Mm. I think you know the the cross-party angle of this is really really important especially actually when so much of the debate around levelling up is on seats just like yours. Tell us a little bit about your sense of just how important this cross-party push is if we're really going to succeed on levelling up the country as a whole.
1: Yeah well it's, it's vitally important. Um, we all enter the world of politics or public service to do the right thing. You know we may as individuals um, based on our party um, and our you know our core values feel that the journey to reach levelling up is slightly different or the the journey and how we get to achieving a better life for all is slightly different. But what we can't lose sight of is that we are all in that public role, uh, you know, no matter whether we're Conservative, Labour, Lib Dem, SMP, um, we're all there to do the right thing for our communities and collectively for for the UK. Um, So getting uh, politicians involved from all political parties is is crucial um, to making real change Uh, but also it's wider than that I think Justine as well it's it's much more about engagement with you know other sectors Um, yes we we have that unique role of informing policy and making legislation but we've got to get other sectors on board as well you know health education uh, the business community um, and uh, you know the voluntary sector as well if we're going to make some real difference on the ground.
0: I'm sure that's absolutely right and with that in mind obviously one of the things that you helped us launch earlier this week was the levelling up goals. Tell us a little bit about if levelling up matters why you need these goals to really help get it done.
1: Well I think the term levelling up is is um is is broad is broad Uh, It means different things to everybody. And I think if we're actually going to be making real difference on that, uh, you know, on the ground, we need to um, define how we're going to get there. You know, it's going to be a challenging journey. um, But with having a clear set of 14 goals established, that gives us a, a route map, if you like, that we can work around to achieving that overall aim. Of you know making that difference and leveling up our communities, and I think the the range of goals that we've identified, you know, from from strong foundations in early years, um, right the way to looking at building homes and sustainable communities, you know, leveling up our uh, digital divide, you know, all of these individual 14 goals um, enable us to um, to chat, you know, as individuals to champion those sectors which are pat- we have particular influence in um but also enables us to slightly measure it as well um you know so that we can cross check to make sure that we're making the right changes in the right places
0: and I think if it's if you can't define something in enough detail then it for government and the rest of us as you say businesses and charities involved it's really hard to do it isn't it if you don't know what you're talking about
1: yeah it is it is it really is and um you know, and, and I'm also conscious, you know, I've, I, as you know, I've only been an MP for uh, just over a year now. And, um, you know, I'm always conscious of the overuse of soundbites. Um, you know, it's, it's all great. Um, but actually, unless it means something on the ground and you're delivering on it and actually making that change, it's meaningless. I mean, let, let's be honest about that. So by having 14 goals, um, it does enable us to actually drill down. And, you know, let's take um, extending enterprise, which is something that I'm really passionate about. You know, where we're wanting to upskill um, and um, create the right skill sets that meets a local demand, you know, biz- bringing businesses and education sectors together. You know, unless we have that clear goal for that area, for example, and then and then we work out the mechanism of, well, actually, how are we going to extend enterprise? Um, you, you know, it. It, it becomes meaningless if we're just simply talking about levelling up. So that's what really excites me about this, uh, because it it adds weight to what we're really wanting to achieve, Justine.
0: I think I think that's spot on. I mean, obviously, traditionally, and certainly the time that I spent Parliament, often when people talked about social mobility, they had in their minds almost an urban deprived area, perhaps, mm-hmm. and, and how you could improve outcomes there. Now, I know you grew up in a more rural area. Tell us a little bit about and obviously you represent a, an area that isn't part rural, as you said earlier. Mm. Tell us a little bit about leveling up and rural areas and communities. Where do you mm-hmm. think priorities are there? You know, they're, they're very different challenges, aren't they, perhaps to that faced by people who live in the city?
1: Yeah, and and, and also, um, you know, many people think of, uh, you know, your your chocolate box villages or your coastal villages. Um, or, or even those, um, you know, in West Yorkshire and then up into the North um, York Moors or the Yorkshire Dales has been idyllic places, but actually there are real challenges uh, within our rural communities, you know, I, I mean I grew up on a farm um, next to, a, you know, in rural rural Lincolnshire, um, in remote rural Lincolnshire. Um, And, you know, many of those real rural communities have lost some of their vital services, you know, like the post office or the village shop or, or, you know, the pub. Um, Some of the churches aren't even operational. Um, And then, of course, you think about how people are going to get to work, you know. um, uh, You know, the bus bus services uh, uh, aren't there. You know, there might be one a day uh, and it's never at the right time that you want it. So and then, of course, you know the digital issues with um, broadband connections and things like that. And it makes it very challenging um, for some of those real remote communities uh, to have the opportunities available to them as you're growing up. Um, and and I, th- I think it's worth mentioning that you know this is you know one of the reasons I went into politics is it, it is personal. Um, you know, I I have a sister who is um, she's now thirty two, but. You know, she's got learning difficulties and growing up in a remote environment it was tough for her you know where uh, she didn't have the the availability to um to access uh jobs that, that i did she doesn't drive you know so so all of that was extra challenges that we we faced on a daily basis growing up um so you know i i think uh, what we can't do when we're talking about levelling up is just obviously focusing where most people tend to immediately think, which is on the inner city areas. You know, of course, we've got to address that. But what we can't forget, as you say, is um, there is challenges in all in all areas uh, of the UK. And, you know, that's why these goals sort of can help address that.
0: And I think you mentioned earlier that a lot of this is going to be around course opportunity and having more enterprise so tell us a little bit about why that goal matters so much to you Robbie I mean obviously you probably saw business firsthand as a child growing up on a farm but be really interesting to get your take on just how important businesses are in cracking leveling up finally
1: Yeah, I I think I'm really excited about um, some of the energy and enthusiasm that I've seen from many of the businesses within my constituency. So, I mean, before becoming an MP, uh, you know, I've spent the last 12 years in the the private sector, you know, working for a sort of an SME sized business as a chartered surveyor and set my own business up. Um, So I know the the vital role that businesses can play in this levelling up. And I think, you know, Keithley's got many strong manufacturing, engineering, tech-based businesses, textile-based businesses as well. Um, They're openly saying to me that they they want to grow, they want to thrive. Uh, Even throughout the pandemic, you know, some businesses are are doing exceptionally well in those sectors. Um, But one thing that is resonating is that skill set that they need um, isn't there at the moment. Um, And they are hungry for new uh, um, people that are involved and want to get involved in engineering and manufacturing to come through. And I think we have a real part to play. And when we're driving that education agenda through further education and really putting more weight on um, technical and vocational based education, um, that we can have that interplay with businesses. So you you, you take Keithley, for example, Um, I've been working very closely with Keithley College, who are now interacting uh, with businesses uh, throughout the town and further afield in West Yorkshire and designing courses, which uh, specifically are designed to meet local demand. And the uptake's been brilliant, you know, it's been great. And they are working in very close collaboration with many of our local businesses. And I think that's a great model that we can use um, and roll it out on a national scale because it's something that works. Um, So, and and just to finish on this point, I think um, what we have seen um, is a bit of a failure at a national level when we have been driving that, um, that, that feeling that when you're going up, you've got to go to university. Um, And I think we're we're seeing some of the failings of that now coming through when I've got manufacturing, engineering, tech based businesses in my constituency saying to me, well, actually, um, you know, we don't necessarily need people that have gone to university we actually value people more if they've gone and done something technical and vocational and i think there's a strong role for us or for me to play as an mp and for all of us to play in our um uh, our advocacy roles is that no matter what type of education you want to go through it is the right one for you as an individual uh, and to have that strong link with businesses coming through
0: I think it's about choice, isn't it? At the end yeah, of the day, yeah. it's the fact that everyone's different, and some people will want to follow a more academic route for whatever reason, but others mm-hmm. just have a different sense of what they want to learn and when they want to learn it, and maybe clearer in the path they want to, to follow that's ahead of them. I hadn't got a clue what I wanted to do when <laughs> I was at school, and and indeed yeah. when I went to university, I, you know, I remember getting towards the end of it really still unsure. I wanted to be in business, but I wasn't sure mm-hmm. what but i think for other young people actually they have quite a clear sense of what they're interested in and what to get on with developing the skill set they'll need for that job and from my perspective vocational education was was about meeting that need frankly for not just employers but you know young people coming through education to have a, a much more tailored path if, if they know what they want to do and where they want to do it and you know the apprenticeships approach is, is, I think, steadily unlocking that pathway for a lot more young people. But as you say, Robbie, there's a a long, long way to go. Mm. Now, I wanted to ask you about um, the regional aspect of levelling up. Actually, Um, I think one of the things that we have really seen is often levelling up being framed in the context of the north and, and clearly for seats like yours, you know, really, really important, as you've talked about quite rightly. I'm sat here in London, I'd say Mm -hmm. maybe we've got our own levelling up challenges around opportunities on the doorstep perhaps, but not necessarily open. Be really good to get your reflections on beyond Keithley, how do you see levelling up for that wider country that's out there in a sense that I think really cares about this but wants to see it brought alive in, in very different places, very different regions?
1: Yeah, I, I I think that's a really good good question, because, um, you know, this is about bringing the whole country up, you know, and levelling everywhere up, as, as we've touched on, you know, the difference even between rural and urban. Um, I think what's interesting is uh, there are many, many towns out there, you know, like Keefley, but, you know, crikey, Blythe up in the northeast or um, places like that that have... Um, you know, for far too long sort of sat in the shadows a little bit of some of the bigger city conurbations um, that probably haven't had the attention, um, you know, from a national level in terms of funding um, or even at a local level. Um, and I think that has created its its challenges when we do talk about levelling up and we do talk about um, redistributing the, you know, um, you know the economy uh, far and wide. Um, because most of the focus has been on the larger urban areas Um, and you know quite rightly in some cases, absolutely Um, but you know these are towns that um, you don't have to go that far back um, when they were actually thriving and they were buzzing in their own right and I think uh, from my experience you know having lived up in the northeast um, you know for a long you know I spent 12 years almost living in in Newcastle and uh, um, rural Northumberland as well and you see uh, you know it's the same challenges up there um, where um, those opportunities have probably been reduced simply because of the lack of attention that's focused on those forgotten about areas um, simply living in the, the shadows of the larger urban conurbations. so I, I think um, you know again coming back to the, the goals that we've established uh, it does give us a framework to really start thinking about at that micro level and when we look at micro levels dotted around the UK um, uh, how we can actually start bringing the whole country up uh, together um, and designing economic policy around that.
0: So we've got the framework of the levelling up goals it's the first time we've broken it down into these building blocks to get levelling up done. What from your perspective is that pitch that we should all be making to other MPs and policymakers so that if you like, Parliament and Westminster and policy can really be a a force for unlocking progress against all of the goals.
1: Yeah, I I think um, it is absolutely uh, we're all in this together, really, um, as policymakers, Um, we all enter politics to do the right thing. Uh, By having this framework, it it does give us that clear agenda, which I think is absolutely crucial. you know and and also um as as all of us as mps uh, will be well aware that um you know th- there are certain departments that enable us to focus on certain goals that we've established and you know the one department that probably holds all of those goals together justine as we've probably spoken about a few times before is the treasury as well mm-hmm. and making sure that um you know when we're, we're talking about you know closing the digital divide that we're working very closely with dcms Uh, but also how that links into economic policy for the Treasury. Uh, And likewise, when we're talking about harnessing the energy transition um, or, you know, building homes and sustainable communities, because at the end of the day, yes, funding, money, designing economic policy all has to work um, well. Um, But uh, equally, we all have to, as MPs, again, no matter what political party, um, be signed up to the agenda of levelling up you know, of making that difference on uh, the uh, grassroot level on the ground. And, uh, and I think we can work together to achieve that.
0: And I think the other point for me, really, that builds on what you've just said, Robbie, is it's not a zero-sum game. So often we look in terms of, well, if, if we do more over there, then there's less for over here. But actually the reality is that what the levelling up goals show is that they all fit together and that actually we should be looking to see whether we're doing enough on all of them, um, not just perhaps some of them. And, and that's, I think, the key to success. We talked about the huge, obviously huge role that, that government policymakers Westminster have. Let's just turn to education because of course, one of the things that we worked really hard on through the campaign that I, I found of the social mobility Pledge is getting more universities involved and get, getting them to really think a lot more about the role that they can play at that regional level. Mm-hmm. How do you see that working Robbie? It's, it's something that I know has been one of the areas you've looked at but, but just tell us about your experience both from a Keithy perspective um, and West York, Yorkshire perspective on where you see universities fitting into this levelling up agenda.
1: Well I th- I think uh universities are, are a crucial linchpin to being able to to make this positive change. Um you know uh, so in West Yorkshire I, I mean I've had several meetings with Bradford University. Um and I, I met with the vice chancellor there not long ago actually. Um and and one of, one of the really interesting things was um, that the mindset, I think, from un- many universities is changing uh, because there is the realisation that actually um, domestic, the domestic agenda uh, is changing. When I, when I mean that, I, I, I mean that, um, that the need um, and the market is changing. Uh, you know, there's a drive at a national level to um, enhance our, our, our domestic offering, um, you know, whether that is through manufacturing, engineering and tech, but also our, our domestic offering on uh, through the service sector. You know, we've we've, we've come out of Europe. We're, we're, we're very much wanting to set out on a global footing. And I think uh, from, you know, discussions with Bradford University and others, um, that recognition is now starting to change how they interact with you know, local communities, how they interact with uh, the further education offerings like at Keithley College and how they interact with businesses Um, because I think uh, that silo mentality of them operating as an individual institution within a particular area has now gone and the mindset is changing actually if we are going to provide the right offering for our students and the right courses that meet demand for our students um, we need to open the parameters a little bit more and speak to businesses and um and to young people that are coming through um, and you know and you know from my perspective um you know it's it's great that a local level in west yorkshire uh, Bradford Council are really wanting to take the lead on that locally um so i, I, do, I really think that um universities can have a a, a key role in in this Justine absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's this this ability they've got, I think, Robbie, to convene as well, to pull together mm. people. Um, and the fact that probably for lots of areas, they'll be one of the biggest organizations. So they are probably alongside a local authority, one of those few organizations that might have that scale to be able to help get things moving on the ground. So I think you're absolutely right. And I think... In a sense, what we're trying to do through this levelling up goal framework, but also working with universities is redefine what they can do as part of of levelling up. And I think the answer is a huge amount more perhaps than we've ever realised. Which in a way brings me to my final question, Robbie, which is you're a policymaker, um, you're a a legislator in parliament, and obviously you can have a huge impact too. But looking at levelling up for you as an MP, if you were thinking, there's one law that maybe you can introduce or perhaps you're looking at the existing laws that are there and, and thinking maybe one of them might change in a particular way. What do you think would make the biggest difference? Which one would you, if you could do that as an MP now, which, which are the law, laws that you might change and why?
1: That's a really good question, and actually, uh, you know, where do I start? Where do I start? (laughs) I, (laughs) I um, think it's really important. Actually, when we, we, you know, when you're talking about young people and you're talking about uh, raising aspiration and some of the challenges that we've talked about already, um, I think I would really like to see more weight and uh, put on. Um, that vocational and um, tech-based education sector in that more funding is uh, provided to that and almost equal funding uh, is provided to that um, through policy, through legislation um, and real recognition from government um, that actually uh, going to university isn't the be-all and end-all and it is absolutely about choice at that ground level. Um, so I, I'd love to see probably as my my number one, um, far, far more emphasis, a real push forward for uh, creating that real choice at a grassroots level um, to um, to put more weight on the on the education sectors for vocational and, you know, tea, tea based subjects, tech, tech based subjects, most definitely.
0: Brilliant. I think that's a very good um, one area to focus on as a start. and. Robbie it's been fantastic interviewing you today for this podcast thanks so much for being part of that important launch and for leading on the levelling up goals within parliament I think it's never been more important and I can't think of anyone better to do it um, and to be working with on this so Robbie Moore MP MP for Keith Lee thanks very
1: much thank you
0: if you've enjoyed this podcast then subscribe to the series or share it with a friend See you next time.